We're back with another episode of Who's Your Myths and Legends. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier State. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there was more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier State. In this podcast, we are going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you are into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. In this episode, we bring you a legend from Terre Haute, Indiana. For over 160 years, the two-story white frame house that stood at 1339 Poplar Street was surrounded in mystery and lore. Although this home was demolished in 1987, rumors of a murdered wife hidden within its walls and of the home being a stop on the Underground Railroad live on. So turn down the lights and get comfortable as we bring you a tale about what we believe may be the best-known haunted house in the Wabash Valley, the Dewey's Preston Smith House. This house has such a neat history surrounding it. It really does. I first learned about this house when I was a student at Indiana State, and we actually discussed this home and its legends in my folklore class. Something I find fascinating is how legends and folklore about a property can live on even if the home is no longer there. And I agree. It's a great example of legend outliving a building for sure. So let's go ahead and start with some history of the house itself. The Dewey's Preston Smith House once sat at the corner of Poplar and 13 and a half Street at 1339 Poplar. It was built between 1823 and 1826 by Major George W. Dewey's for his wife, Matilda. Major Dewey's was a wealthy man and he had moved from New Orleans to Terre Haute. According to legend, the Major was not known to be a very nice man. Everything I've heard about him paints him as a mean and cruel man and he was very famous for his bad temper. His wife Matilda, however, was known to be very nice. According to the haunted legends in and around the Wabash Valley website, Matilda Dewey's was a very lovely woman, and she loved people, and she wanted friends. The major did not like this about Matilda. He was very possessive and jealous over her. Matilda had finally had enough of the major and she secretly filed for a divorce. Now this was something that was scandalous and controversial for the time, which is why it was not widely known. Now divorce, it was just not done in the 1800s. Right before the divorce would have been granted, Matilda 
suddenly disappears. The major tells everyone that she went to visit their family that was still in New Orleans. Well, Matilda never shows up. The craziest part to me is that everyone just assumes that something must have happened to her on the way there, and they automatically assume that she's dead. It's not like today. There is no missing person alert or anything. She's just never seen or heard from again. But the Dewey's servants began talking amongst themselves. They believed that they may know what really happened to Matilda. It's a grisly theory for sure, and we will discuss it after this short break. Hey everyone, if you haven't heard the news already, we wrote a book. Haunted Dearborn County, Indiana is coming to all major retailers August 14th, 2023. Strange and unusual things lurk behind the calm facade of Dearborn County. Several legends surround the Hill Forest Mansion, the home of one of Aurora's founding families. Many have seen the ghost of a farmer and his mule at Carnegie Hall in Morse Hill. The glowing grave at Riverview Cemetery may connect to the 1941 Agru family massacre. St. Mary's Church Rectory is said to be haunted by the former priest, and the spirits at Whiskey's in Lawrenceburg are not just in the drinks. Several schools in the area echo with the sounds of former students and staff, and numerous local residences house the spirits of former owners who have never left. Join Rebecca and I on a chilling tour from Lawrenceburg to Lawrenceville and beyond. Haunted Dearborn County, Indiana is available for pre-order. Check out HoosierMissingLegends.com for more details. Travel in the 1800s was very dangerous. Especially for a woman traveling alone. So I can see how they would just assume that she'd been killed while traveling. The servants, though, know what a violent temper the major had. And they had also overheard and they knew about the upcoming divorce. Many believed that the major had killed Matilda to keep her from leaving him. Servants were also suspicious because of what Ronald Baker in his Hoosier Folk Legends book called a patchwork of cement that appeared in the dining room next to a fireplace where a cupboard had once been. Many started to believe that Matilda's body was in the brick wall by the dining room fireplace. However, no one investigated the wall. Eventually, Major Dewey's passed away and the house was sold to Nathaniel Preston in 1843. Legend says that the Preston family over the years started noticing that the fireplace spot just did not match up to the other side. However, they did not want to just rip open the walls of the home. Over the years, the ghost legends began with many people reporting cold spots. This also developed into many believing that they would hear a woman in the area around the fireplace. The second legend about the home is that it was once a stop on the Underground Railroad. According to local folklore, there was once tunnels underneath this house. These tunnels made the perfect spot to help slaves who were hiding out on their way to escape to the north. Apparently, one of the tunnels collapsed and trapped many slaves. The new owners of the house tried to save the slaves, but could not rescue them all. Well, they were afraid to dig and give away the secret of the tunnels to freedom. Many of the slaves died as a result of this accident. And many people swore they could hear the sounds of the slaves roaming around the house and the property. There is also an interesting account told in Ronald Baker's Hoosier Folk Legends book. A 16-year-old student told Baker in the March of 1972 about a legend involving sounds heard whenever this phone number to the house was called. 
So according to this informant, if you called the phone number of the house, no one would really answer. Apparently it would ring and you would not really hear somebody answering the phone, but it would just change to being what is described in the Hoosier Folk Legends book as breathing, moaning, and groaning. The informant also said that you can hear chains clanking as well. This happened anytime the number was called. And eventually the boy reported that they had lost the phone number. The house remained in the Preston family for over 130 years. The last member of the Preston family to own the home was Nathaniel Preston's granddaughter, Natalie, and it remained in her possession until her death in 1973. The house caught fire and was heavily damaged in 1979. This is very sad because at this time, the house was the oldest structure in Terre Haute. It sat empty for many years, which I believe only aided the ghost stories. In 1987, the house collapsed, and this led to the home having to be demolished. And unfortunately, the part where the dining room once stood was too damaged to be investigated. That was the part of the house that had completely caved in. However, no body or evidence of bodies was found in the demolition. Sadly, there was also no evidence of a tunnel ever being there either. Did the spirits die when the home was demolished? I could not find any records of the property still being haunted. Something interesting reported on the haunted legends in and around the Wabash Valley website is that parts of the Preston house live on. According to the site, stone from the Preston house and some of the woodwork was taken to be used in the grist mill at the Pioneer Village in Fowler Park. So that makes me wonder if there's anything attached to that structure. Me too, but I haven't seen anything online about that. Have you ever had an experience at the Preston house while it was still standing? Are you familiar with the legends surrounding the house? We would love to hear about it please send us an email to hoosiermissandlegends at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous. source material, please visit our website, hoosiermissandlegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and now Twitter. Hoosier Miss and Legends is a Quigley Productions podcast. Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Race Car. As always, stay spooky.